The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to an engaging hour with a variety of angels as our guests. Welcome to Angel Healing Party with your host, Andrea Keller. Andrea is your angel intuitive, here to help you find out more about your life just by asking the angels whatever is on your mind, or more importantly, on your heart. Now, here is your guide, Andrea Keller. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Angel Healing Party. I'm so excited for today's show. We have Melissa Virtue here as a guest on the show today. So we'll be talking about dreams, about nightmares, and about how we can interpret our own dreams. So before I introduce our guest, I would first of all, as always, just like to state my intent for the show. So my intent is to just hold the space for all of my listeners to just receive whatever messages they need to hear today that will benefit them for their highest and greatest good. So what I like to do on this show is just hold that space. So I like to just completely let go of control and just trust my intuition that whatever comes through in today's show is meant to be. So that being said, I would like to just start by doing a quick meditation just to allow all of us to just ground and open up our crown chakra, which is the chakra on the very top of the head, which is how we connect with source energy above or spirit or God. So I would like you just to relax just wherever you are right now and just become present And just visualize roots coming down from either the soles of your feet if you're sitting in a chair or from the sacrum. You're just going to allow yourself to just feel your energy descending and envision roots going down through the floor all the way down into the earth until you reach the very core of the earth where we're going to connect with Mother Earth. Feeling nice and grounded. And then we're going to draw that attention to our crown chakra, opening it up to whatever percentage feels right for you today to allow ourselves to connect with source and spirit and just envision that energy connection happening. And then I'm going to ask you to draw your attention to your heart chakra. I would invite you to just open up your heart chakra today so that you can receive messages of light and love. And within this heart chakra, you may just want to hold your hand on your heart right now and just envision that connection we made with Mother Earth below. Envision that connection coming all the way back up your roots, up through your legs, through your torso, pulling that energy into your heart center. And then the connection we made with source energy above, envision that connection coming down through your head and neck and shoulders, 
out through your arms, into your chest, and allowing that to reside in your heart center as well. And then coming into your heart space, I would now like to call on all of my listeners, angels and guides, to come into the room to create a safe and loving space for all of my listeners that their hearts may be open to receive whatever messages they need to hear today for their highest and greatest good. And I would like to call on all of my angels and guides as well to relay and channel any messages that my listeners need to hear for their highest and greatest good as well today. Thank you. So with that being said, we're now ready to receive. Hopefully you're feeling nice and open. Okay, so I would like to introduce Melissa Virtue to you now. So she is a light resonance healing practitioner. She's an angel therapy practitioner and a medium. She teaches dream interpretation courses and is the author of Dream Time and the children's book series Magical Dream Journeys. She is also co-author of Angel Dreams Oracle Cards, and she does many, many more things. So in other words, Melissa is the dream expert, to say the least. So let's, uh, Melissa, are you there? I am. Thank you, Andrea. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. Oh, for sure. So how about if we start, why don't you just let us, tell us how you yourself became or came to this journey and when did you first discover the angels and that they speak to us through our dreams? Uh, when I was a child, actually. Okay. Um, the first earliest dream that I can remember, I was five or six years old. Okay. And, um, and of course, we dream all the time. So we're dreaming when we're first born. But hmm. that's where I discovered the angels. Uh, that's not what I called them, of course. I don't really think I had a name for them, but... That's where I discovered them, and I started talking to my mom about my dreams as I was growing up, and she was such a great support to me. Although she couldn't answer any questions or help me with my dreams, she Mm -hmm. listened, and that was so important as a child for me that I've discovered that's really important for children, just even if someone doesn't have the answers, to listen. Mm -hmm. So my path has taken so many different paths. But I, throughout my shifting and transitions, mm-hmm. one time it took me to New York City, where I lived, and I met many different friends that are all international, and um, we had many spiritual topics that we discussed, and among them was dreams. And I started interpreting people's dreams and studying their culture and how they saw dreams and their symbolism versus hmm. what you know my culture that I grew up in thought of dreams. And so that was really an awakening for me into other people's dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, From that point, I just found as my journey again kept shifting and changing, I started teaching dream interpretation. I had clients where I started guiding them in dream interpretation. Um, It Mm. just kept going and going. So I knew the angels were guiding me to just continue that passion that I have with dreams. They're Mm. messages from source. And our angels deliver that. We each have a dream guide, and they help deliver those messages from source. And like you said earlier, source to me is God, the great spirit, divine love and light, whatever you may call that. It is definitely Mm -hmm. divine love and light guiding us in our highest good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
So pretty much you've already, you've, this your whole time, you just naturally have the gift of dream interpretation. It was natural for me to believe yeah. and think and just really know that dreams held significance and meaning. It's something right. I just never questioned. Right, um, yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe I just came in. So this life feeling like, okay, let's use our dreams. And I discovered that not everybody believed in their dreams or felt they were important, they thought, because they ate a slice of pizza, that they had some kind of weird, wild dream. And I was shocked um, to find that out, kind of like, you know, when you're shocked to find out not everybody tastes a certain food the way you do or see a certain color of pink, they think that it looks purple, you know. (laughs) Yes, yeah. So it was shocking to me. So I wanted to discover how other people saw this and how they experienced it. And that's really where um, my learning and discussion with other people, I really gained a lot of information that way. And that's my favorite way to learn more about dreams besides listening to my own guides and um, Mm -hmm. star beings, if you will, and ascended masters and all those Beings of love and light. I love to mm-hmm. talk with people and discuss their experiences because we learn so much from each other. That's why mm-hmm. we're here. <laughs> That's so true, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know with gifts like that, a lot of times, sometimes people will feel when they are highly gifted, like for you to just sit there and listen to other people talk about their dreams and be able to interpret that that might have come easy for you. Whereas, like, for me, if I was in that group, in that position, I would have been like, oh, my goodness, I have no idea how to interpret those dreams. But And so that's why, you know, I know that would be a gift for you. But I find a lot of times, just even talking to other clients of mine, they'll express they have this ability, and they just think everybody can do that because it's just so easy and natural for them, um, not necessarily realizing that is a gift. But I mean, by now, this has been years and years, you're obviously realizing it is a huge gift and part of your life purpose, too, nonetheless. Well, and I believe that um, everybody has the gift of interpreting their own dreams. In fact, Mm -hmm. every client of mine or every person is their own best dream interpreter. I just help guide them Mm -hmm. and uncovering their symbolism. And, you know, we have basic dream symbols, and then each Mm -hmm. person has their personal symbolism. It adds into the basic dream symbols. And the basic dream symbols are symbols around the world that are the same. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I think everybody is their best dream interpreter. I just kind of help awaken or guide them, if you will. And I, I'm always honored yeah. because it's such a gift to be able um, to share someone's dream. I, I think it's an mm-hmm. honor that someone wants to share their dream with me. That's <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a part of their spirit, so. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yes, yeah. And we need teachers, right? We need someone like you. So thank you for doing your work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thank the people for sharing it, so. Yeah. So so like you said, we all do have this ability to interpret our own dreams. So it's just a matter, would you say then, of us getting in touch with our intuition, developing, like you said, our own language with the guides perhaps, or what would you suggest would be a great way for us to start developing that so that we can interpret our own dreams? Absolutely. We all have the gift of intuition. That's our innate right and ability. And Mm -hmm. I feel that um, getting in touch with that is definitely that key. And the best way to do it is to say, hey, beings of divine love and light, or um, 
you know, angels, my guardian angels, I ask that you please be here with me. Show me some signs. Show me some messages. But specific mm-hmm. to dreams, um, I call on my dream angels. And if you don't know who they are, you can just say, you know, dream angels, I ask that you be with me tonight and help me um, have a dream of problem solving or of that nature or help me understand something that I've been struggling with. You know, you can be very specific or just say, hey, bring a dream to me tonight that really helps me right Mm -hmm. now. We each have a dream guide, though, and that's where I really like to encourage people to discover who their dream guide is. Oh, cool. And call and communicate with that dream guide just like you would a friend. Mm -hmm. There's really no difference. Um, They're just different energy, really. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's really neat. I yeah, will we're do born that. With just like we're born with our guardian angels. Right. Okay. So that's cool, right? Too. That's very cool. Yeah. And so yeah, and so um, you just connect with your dream guide like you would, and mm-hmm. um, they act as again the guide, the bouncer of negative energies. Mm-hmm. They only let in those symbols and dreams that allow you to grow and heal for your highest good, because that's Mm -hmm. what our dreams do, is they help us heal, they help Mm -hmm. us grow and learn for our highest good. And then, of course, that flows into the world at large, right, into all of the world's beings, the plants, the animals, our neighbors, you know. Right, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I just encourage people to connect with their dream guide and to connect Mm -hmm. with their dreams. And there are so many tools and techniques. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet. (laughs) could do a whole show just on that alone. <laughs> I'm sure. But write down anything you can remember. You know, I encourage people to keep a dream journal specifically only for that. You know. Okay. So let's say then, so the we've called on our on our guides to help us, and we've asked for asked the question, and and then we go to sleep and we receive that dream, mm-hmm. and let's say then you wake up and it's just all these, it's just this crazy wild story, and you're like, oh my goodness, okay, so I trust that the answer is in that story somehow, mm-hmm. but what do I do with this big kind of crazy symbolic dream to pull out that answer? So you were saying to start writing out your dreams, or is there any other kind of tools that you could um, help us with so that we would be able to um, begin to interpret our own dreams and get the hidden messages? Yes. Um, So, of course, writing them down helps us remember because that's usually the biggest issue with dreamers, with um, each dreamer is remembering their dreams. So you can just remember yellow shoestring, just date it. Write yep. it down. Yeah. And it just encourages us to, it tells our mind it's okay to remember, and it gets us into that rhythm of the dream dance. And so mm-hmm. we remember more each time. Right. So, right. like I was saying earlier, each um, symbol holds a key. And okay. so when you write your dream down, you look at the pattern of it. You look at who was in your dream, mm-hmm. what the environment consisted of, Mm-hmm. What colors were in your dream? Right. And okay. as I've discovered, not everybody dreams in color. And that's a completely different um, topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you write down any symbols that really stood out to you mm-hmm. and what you were doing. So you really want to yeah. pay attention to the whole dream, but you can break it down that way. You know, were there any animals? What was I saying in my dream? Um, mm-hmm. And then you just, you kind of put on your Sherlock Holmes or Nancy Drew hat. And you right. go in and start picking one symbol at a time. 
and going, okay, for example, maybe you were wearing a red dress. So Mm -hmm. how I feel and have discovered basic colors go along with the chakra system. Right. And so red would represent the first chakra, right? Right, And so it represents everything held in that first chakra, both the fear states of that chakra or blocked states, you could say, Mm -hmm. as well as the open, balanced states of that chakra. Right. So red can represent um, our animal instinct, you know, our sexual nature, um, survival instinct, anger, passion, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so if you're wearing a red dress or a man red pants, Mm-hmm. then you could say, did the dress fit me well? So then you want to break it down further. Did that dress fit me well? Did I feel comfortable mm-hmm. in that dress? And mm-hmm. if you felt comfortable, then you're comfortable. It would probably be a balanced side of that color, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's fitting you well. It's flowing well. You felt confident in it. So then you start tuning in. Okay, so what in my life do I feel like I'm wearing in front of everybody because our clothes represent what we show the world and how we feel in them, you know, right. an expression. So then mm-hmm. you could plug that into it. And then you might, Andrea, feel like red also for you personally has a mm-hmm. significance where red for me might have a different significance. So you want to add your significance into it. Right, right. right. And how you feel yeah. about red. Right. Right. So that's how you start breaking mm-hmm. down your symbols. Or decoding your symbols. I love the word decode. <laughs> yeah, that's decoding so decoding your symbols, and each symbol starts telling you more and more about your dream, and then you look at your dream again, mm-hmm. and you start unraveling the sentence or the story that it's telling you. Right. And um, eventually, sorry? Yeah. And it makes sense, because one dream that you have, um, and maybe you've encoded, you've decoded some of it, but the rest mm-hmm. of it you just can't figure out, you can ask your dream guide to help you. You can say, okay, will you give me some information on this symbol? I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And then you know to pay attention to it. Perhaps during the day your friend will say something to you and it connects into that symbol or you see a sign somewhere or you hear something. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps it's the next week because that's how long it needs to unfold. And that's why we always date our journal so we can go back and go, oh, yeah, that fits right there. And our dreams are connected, right? That's so perfect. So, yeah, essentially we're just, you're going to be figuring out all the little symbols. And then once you have all that written down, you can get your dream and then just plug in all those little symbols and meanings. And then you have your entire interpretation. You do. And I think really understanding the symbols is another key. You know, working with your dream guide Right. Using tools and techniques to remember your dreams and working with the symbols, understanding those. And that's why I created the deck and um, that's what I teach in my classes and stuff is the basic dream symbols to really help people start understanding. That's so perfect. So we're going to take a break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk. There's so many things we can discuss about dreams. Um, One thing I want to make sure we cover, though, as well, is the opposite side. When we get pleasant dreams, yes, but what happens when we get nightmares, and especially when children get nightmares, and what can we do to help children through that? So when we come back, we're going to discuss that and way more. So you're listening to the Angel Healing Party on Voice on Voice America 
And we have Melissa Virtue as our guest. And when we come back, we will talk more about dreams. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the program Inside Out, our outsides match our insides. Join host Beth Green along with co-host James Maynard for an insightful weekly journey that lets us all be real with no boundaries. We'll discuss current events, interview amazing guests, challenge old ideas, and see ourselves and our world more clearly. It's about you as much as us. So you're invited to call in, write in, and most of all, tune in. Listen for Inside Out, live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. with Melissa Virtue here as our guest on today's show and we're just talking about dreams and how to interpret our dreams. So a couple things that Melissa's already mentioned is that we all have a guide that we can call on specifically during our dream time to help guide us through our dreams and to help us receive messages while we're sleeping. And the other thing that Melissa has touched on is She's just shown us how to keep track of our symbols within our dreams, and she's encouraged us to start to actually keep track of and actually write down your dreams as soon as you wake up in the morning. So now what we're wanting to cover is nightmares. So I would love to hear your take, Melissa, on nightmares. Okay. So a lot of people... um obviously are very disturbed by their nightmares and don't know how to turn that off or close that doorway. And that's how I look at it is it's a doorway. Mm. Um, A portal, doorway, gateway, whatever you want to call it, it's Mm -hmm. an opening to a place where our fears reside. And Mm. that doesn't do us any good. It doesn't help us for our highest good in any way. Um, Dream time helps us conquer our fears, but not going into that nightmare room. 
Okay, uh-huh. so kids do this as well as adults, but kids tend to go there a little more. They're a little curious, and we still have free will during our dreams, even though our dream guide is trying to help us. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why it's important to connect with them and invite them into our dream time. But what happens is when we watch violent movies, uh-huh. um, our food that we intake is not necessarily helping us balance emotionally, physically, and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, that can really throw us off. And when we're ill sometimes, we're really low in energy and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Also, when we read news or we're around violent energy of some sort that's very fearful or negative, all of these things, what they do is they open that doorway by lowering our energy, and it makes mm-hmm. that doorway more accessible to us. And it's because we're vulnerable, it acts like a fishing hook. And it hooks into us and pulls us into that space. So it's like a magnet even. Um, Okay. Yeah, and so this happens to kids very often, Mm. especially playing violent video games. Um, Okay, yeah. And they're very vulnerable. You know, they're so expanded and open to accepting Mm -hmm. all kinds of realms of magic, and they believe in so much more than we do um, because people have told us to turn that off as we've become Mm -hmm. older. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and so we've suppressed that understanding and connection sometimes. Mm-hmm. Those other mm-hmm. realms, right? Right. So um, what I have noticed as work with my clients and their children and adults as well is, one, covering mirrors with fabric. Because if you have a mirror in your room, mm-hmm. that can act as a gateway, if you will. Oh, um, okay. And this is kind of an ancient technique that... Um, many cultures do anyway but you cover with a beautiful fabric and then in the morning you can take it off Mm -hmm. number two for kids they really love crystals and Mm -hmm. if you're one of those people that's drawn to crystals I encourage you to either place an obsidian crystal because it's very grounding and protective an Mm -hmm. amethyst um, a rose quartz you can put these in a grid or you can put them in the corner of your room and just intuit Mm -hmm. what feels right Mm-hmm. Um, and that really acts as a grounding place or a key that locks in goodness and mm-hmm. keeps out, you know, bounces out the negativity. Mm-hmm. Kids like to imagine a key. Sometimes I've had the parents create a key or give them an old key and they've painted it or drawn on it and dedicated it as their dream key. And adults mm-hmm. might want to do this as well. And we imagine a beautiful gateway. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the dream gateway. And then there's another gateway that's a little bit scary. And we have the kids um, turn the key at night. Mm. Okay, we turn the key, and then they place it on their little dream altar or in a <laughs> special place. And then it's locked. They don't go in. <laughs> um, we also have the kids. That is so beautiful. <laughs> it's fun, and we love it, and it works because it's energy. Yeah, and right. And vibration. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's our intention of going, no, you are not allowed in here. Mm-hmm. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. No, thank you. And also, right. taking baths or showers for kids, making that a ritual for them, preparing mm-hmm. for dream time, cleaning off all the yucky, or more importantly, making it positive and awakening the dream body for fun, exciting adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make, that's yeah. It's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you look at it and how you want to approach it. And Mm -hmm. you can make sprays with your children, dream sprays. There are different Mm -hmm. essences and um, aromas that actually enhance dream time and are very protective to dream time. There are all kinds of tools and techniques to help with nightmares. Mm -hmm. 
stuff. Right. So, because I've heard before um, that at night, like, because like, kids are such sponges energetically. So, um, because I, I understand that sometimes when you go to sleep, um, that can be a chance where you're clearing, like you might be clearing energetically mm-hmm. from things that you may have picked up during the day. So is that true? Is that what you found as well, that that might be happening at night? Absolutely. And that's why okay. I think it's important to create a ritual for yourself and kids really love yeah. it too. Creating right. a ritual of clearing before you walk into right. your, what I call it a dream chamber, um, and that's yeah. your bedroom. Before you walk into it, you can do a little ritual or you do a ritual inside your dream chamber and go ahead and just clear off before you lay down at night. Right. And it really changes the space. It charges it with that love and light. Right. Yeah. I can see that. Man, it's like you're just creating this whole new portal, truly energetically, and a whole new way of looking and approaching night time, really. Because now I'm like, oh, wow, there's a whole new world out there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can travel in our dreams. There's so many different types of dreams that we can have Mm -hmm. and um, really travel. It is. It's a time for our conscious mind to get out of the way so we step out of our own way Mm -hmm. and allow our higher selves to connect with love and light, whatever form that may be. If it's the Mm -hmm. angels, ascended masters, um, our past over loved ones trying to give us messages, travel to other worlds, places, and times, you know, to bring back information. Right, right. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of my clients, they mention meeting with their loved ones in their dreams. Mm-hmm. And that is legit, isn't it? It That's absolutely me. is. Your yes. loved one is there. Yeah. You're in a sacred space with them. Dream time is sacred. And so yeah. your loved one is truly there giving you a message of hello, healing, um, connection. Yeah, yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, I had another question. I was just talking to um, a friend of mine, actually, about this show, and she had mentioned that she used to have a recurring dream, and she used to find that in this dream she would be dreaming, and it was a, kind of like a night terror where she was running away from something, and then she would wake up, and but she would be waking up but still dreaming, and yeah. then she'd find herself, yeah, in her bed. Mm-hmm. So, and I know I've heard that from a lot of other people, too, that that can happen where you actually feel like you're waking up in your dream, but yet you're still dreaming. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you notice that each time you wake up, because sometimes you wake up and you wake up and you wake up, and yeah. you're not truly awake each time, and each time you'll notice something's different. Either you can't talk in that one, or no one can hear you, or something's off in your room, and so you yeah. know you're still dreaming. And it, it is a terror for people. And what's happening is we have gone to that negative space. Okay. And we've fallen through what I call, because it's easy to understand, the layers of dream time. And so, mm-hmm. and I describe it as falling through. So you're peeling your way back up to get to that mm-hmm. awake time, into this present time, into your present body now. And right. because we do have a dream body that acts as a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so that dream body goes off and um, is definitely, like you said, she has a recurring dream. So see, she was kind of in a fear space. Mm-hmm. Of running from something. And so right. that's where we call in our dream guide and say, please help me stay out of that space. And that's where we do the rituals and the, the little tools and techniques to help us not go there. Um, right. And also, on a positive note, you can your friend could say, okay, angels, guides, dream guide, help me face my fear in my dream tonight in a positive way and right. show me what I need to do to heal this. Because it's yeah. something she needs to heal. Yes, yeah. 
That's so beautiful. That's such great advice. So, yeah, let's switch back to positive dreams. <laughs> and <laughs> is there, hopefully it doesn't put you on the spot too much, but is there a dream that you can remember? What's that, sorry? Oh, I just said that it's okay. I mean, those are things that people do need to face because it helps them heal. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yes, it's like our shadows, hey? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true, very true. So, um, yeah, is there a dream that you can remember that you would want to share with people where you've maybe, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that you met the angels in your dream? Um, Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. I was in a field of um, flowers. It just, it was, I could smell everything. I could taste like a herb or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And in the next moment, I don't remember exactly what happened, but in the next moment, I shifted into a cave. And there's a lot of symbolism behind all of this, but I was in a cave, and I was trying to read some language that was carved into the ground. And there was water, and and as I was trying to read it, it lit up for me, and I don't know where the light was coming from. I just sensed it was part of the cave. You know, it was a natural lighting and an inner illumination. And I heard someone speaking over and over saying um, that I needed to decode what that carving was. And Mm -hmm. as I kept repeating that, I started recognizing that there was another being with me that wasn't on this plane um, of my awake time. Mm -hmm. And all I could see was a great light in front of me. And I just heard the voice. And I knew without a doubt when I woke up they were guiding me to decode something else that I had to do with in my life and something that I was studying at the time, some ancient stuff wow. that I love. <laughs> and wow, so, okay. um, Yeah, that without a doubt I knew mm-hmm. was really mm-hmm. an angel. And there was another time where I was very afraid that connects us back into our um, fear time where an angel was helping me, and it was Archangel Michael. And I yeah. saw him out of the corner of my eye, and he was definitely had on a suit of armor, um, his mm-hmm. hair was longer to me, and we all perceive him differently how we need to perceive him. That's you know, right. In each moment in time. And in my dream, he was had his sword, and I was really hot because to me he has a lot of heat to him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, he had uh, very human-like features to me at that, in that particular dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling me, that he didn't, he couldn't help me with a specific fear that I had to do it on my own, but he was supporting me. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, what do you mean you can't help me? That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he said, no, you can do this. And after I faced that fear and conquered it, um, I realized that he was telling me that I needed to do that within myself to feel like I had actually conquered that fear. And so mm-hmm. I, without a doubt, of course, when I was awake, knew that that was him. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he showed me physically, but at the same time, the angels come to me sometimes as light and mm. um, not always in the human form that they're painted in or that people see them as. Right, right. Mm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's so perfect. And I love that you just touched on that, too, about how Archangel Michael appears one way for you because... Um, yeah, I know he'll appear a certain way for me as well, and that's where it's kind of like that in that personal experience with dreams. Exactly. And the symbols, what one thing might look like to one will look totally different to another. Exactly. And the importance, yeah, of just creating your own symbolism. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I find that's the same way um, 
we're going to have to go to take a commercial break here in a minute. But um, I just want to touch on too. I I've heard this before. Um, how sometimes you can look at your physical reality through the eyes as if it's a dream. So sometimes, you know, how we'll, we'll receive different signs and symbols and yeah. um, things happening in our physical world or people coming in and giving us, like, just the perfect word at the perfect moment. Mm. Um, yeah, so I feel, do you find, too, that when somebody has their their book or their symbol book, that they can then take that and then when things happen in their physical world, they can use that to interpret the signs coming to them in that world as well? Absolutely, because symbols are symbols, right? Yes. Whether they're yeah. in awake time or dream time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so you would say that um, you can look at the physical world that way too and things just seem to have a lot of, yeah, coincidences. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of Native American yeah, belief is that we are dreaming right now. <laughs> right, right. So there's a whole different, you know, reality to different ways that we choose to see. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so interesting. Well, that's perfect. Thank you so much for all of your wonderful words of wisdom around dreams. So when we come back, we're going to talk with some callers and we'll answer, well, anybody else that's wanting to, maybe you have a dream and you would love to receive some clarity on it, I'm going to invite you to call in at this moment. The toll-free number is one 472 575 Again, it's one 472 5795. And when we come back, we're going to take calls and Melissa will shed some light on interpreting our listeners' dreams. Thanks, Melissa. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Have you considered yoga to promote balance in your life? Join host and senior Bikram yoga instructor Jim Callett for Yoga is Life Radio. On this show, we will show you that yoga is for anyone and everyone. Just as air, water, and life is for everyone, so is yoga for everyone. Yoga is totality, equilibrium, union, balance. Yoga is life. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. There are no limits to what you can do. Start a new direction in your life today. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. But at times, it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. Host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune in to Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. Welcome back. We have Melissa Virtue here as our guest today, and we've been talking all about dreams and how to overcome nightmares, and Melissa's given us so many tools on how to interpret our own dreams. So I just have one more question here left for Melissa, and then we're going to go and take some calls. So the question that I would like to ask is a lot of times in our dreams, we'll dream within our home or sometimes um, even our dream, the situation will take place in our childhood home. And then within that, we're sometimes in, say, our basement or and maybe we're wanting to, let's say, for example, one of my dreams, I was in a bedroom downstairs and there was a lot of water down there and mold was forming and I really wanted to go and switch rooms and go to a room upstairs instead. So in those types of situations where people dream about situations within their home, is there some kind of a general... um, symbolic interpretation that you can give the listeners? Yes. Okay. Um, there's a basic, general, like you said, interpretation. And the mm-hmm. thing I want to say first is that, you know, dreams are multi-layered, and mm-hmm. so you could dig as deep into all of these symbols as you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but a house in general represents ourselves. For example, your house represents you. And so a basement yeah. would be your innermost root foundation. The okay. attic is your place of enlightenment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So a bathroom represents a place where we cleanse ourselves, we release ourselves, we um, have private time, you know, that kind of thing. Bedrooms, intimate time. It can also be magical time because of the dream space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so basement with water. Water is a basic symbol for emotions. And okay. um, you probably wanted to move on to a different room, but knew you had to take care of that foundation Mm. first see right right so right so the kitchen is a place where we can cook up ideas and manifest and add spices it's also a social place Mm. for family to gather friends to gather so each room Mm -hmm. does represent that general specific thing that i just mentioned and then you add your own um feelings to what that room represents for you Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about the bathroom? I know a lot of people have dreams while they're dreaming, like in their dreams, their environment is that they are in a bathroom. Yes, and the bathroom represents releasing because, you know, mm, that's right. what we do in there. It also represents cleansing. It represents right. private time. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it can also be ritual because, you know, the bathroom has a lot of water in it. And so it's mm-hmm. ritual with water or renewal, rejuvenation, emotional release, because sometimes when we're in the shower or the bathtub, that's when people really release, like, crying or oh, yes. laughing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a time of release and renewal initiation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's so perfect. Yeah. Thank you for that insight. Sure. 
Okay, so now we're going to take a call. It looks like we have Joy. That's, Joy, are you there? Yes, hi. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Thank you for calling in. Thank Did you for you... taking my call. Oh, for sure. Did you have a question or a dream you would like guidance with? Yes, and oh boy, it was so hard pinpointing what one question to ask. I bet. <laughs> but, but I guess the one that's sticking out is, um, Melissa, I have dreams every single night, even when I'm taking a nap. And so um, most of the time I can only remember the latter part, but and also most of the time these dreams are a compilation of many, many things, and sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Um, and it's very weird, to say the least, where I could be dreaming about something I think might be in, you know, um, in the 80s, and then all of a sudden something in there is from, like, an iPhone shows up or something. So it's very bizarre. Um, and, and so I was hoping you can give me some guidance and advice on how I could, how I can tell apart, you know, the dreams were they're for real and I'm an active part of it and um, there's meaning behind it versus those dreams where I'm just simply dreaming because maybe I saw something on TV and it has no meaning or reasons behind it. I love that you just said that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no so problem. First of all, I want to say that everybody dreams every night. We just don't always remember them. Okay. And so I love that you're dreaming when you're napping too. If it gets too much for you and you're exhausted when you wake up, tell your angels to, and your dream guide, especially your dream guide, to tune it down a little bit. Let you rest. Okay. Um, okay. But every dream means something. They're not frivolous. And it's not because you saw something on TV. It may have lent a key to opening that in yourself to bring the message forward. And you okay. can relate to it. And that's why you dreamt it. And that's why you're relating it back to, oh, I just saw that on TV. But there was something that resonated with you that helped you bring that dream forward. That's why that TV connected into you, that show. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So every dream we have does have a significance. And um, when you dream of something, you said you dream something uh, like in the 80s and then you'll have something did you say in present time I couldn't quite hear that yes um, okay like for instance I will be um, I dreamt that I was like this you know Russian spy and then mm-hmm. in the back and like you know gosh you know how long in history and all of a sudden a moped shows up and I have all these amazing gadgets that can only be you know that's only here in present time come into the dream as I'm trying to escape Okay. Um, and so, you know, weird things like that where things are mixed together. Yes. And I'll me... tell you, we do have um, past life dreams. We have prophetic dreams. We have problem-solving dreams, dress rehearsal dreams, mirror dreams, um, all kinds. And it sounds like to me that the specific dream you're talking about is that you're having a melding dream is what I call it, where you're having okay. part past life dream because of the Russian okay. spy. And the reason why we have past life dreams is to remember something that we need, a gift that we did at one time that we need to bring forward in this lifetime presently, or to heal something that we've brought into this lifetime that's like, you know, baggage or something that's been hurt that's trauma that we need to heal. Now, the reason why gadgets show up, to me, because I'm just doing this as a top layer, because I could really, if I were to discuss this with you, we could Mm -hmm. dig into it a lot, but... To me, your gadgets are saying, bring this, you know, bring this um, spy, Russian spy information into this present time because you have so many tools that can help you either heal it or that can help you with whatever the spy is to you. 
And like I, I said, see. if we had more time, we could really get into what that past life was telling you and I uncover see. what it is that you need to be working with or healing for I this see. life. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. But it is telling you that there's something that's important for you in this present time now, and the gadgets just represent all these tools that you have presently that can really help you. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, so right mind now, me, if you don't mind me asking, Melissa, you said that every person has a dream guide specifically for themselves? Correct. Every person has their own personal dream guide. And, and just like angels, we can ask what their name is? Exactly. Just like angels, okay. you can ask what their name is. They're always in your dream. We don't always um, notice that they're there. But when right. sometimes they do stand out to us when we ask them to or... Um, they shape shift. There's a whole okay. thing I could tell you, but yes. <laughs> gotcha. Everybody okay. has okay. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing this with us. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you, Joy. No problem. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Yes, you too. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, thank you so much for all of that information today, Melissa. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been such a joy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've learned so much. And I, I know for me personally, now I want to go and I have a whole new perspective on dream time. So pretty much we could go to, I know some people too, they like to take advantage of their dream time and they like to travel within their dream time or they like to set an intention that maybe they're going to meet somebody specifically in their dream time. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of that before happening oh, where you can kind of set that intent and say, I want to meet so-and-so in my dreams and has that oh, happened absolutely. for you? Or? Like mm-hmm. I was saying earlier, there's so many, that's a technique. There are so many techniques and tools that we can use to bring forward specific dreams or to go to specific places either in this current time on this earth plane or other ones, um, or mm-hmm. to meet people, past people, current people, to actually have the same dream as someone else, you know. And there's so much, like you said, there's a whole world of dreams, and it's like mm-hmm. the universe, it's vast and multilayered. Um, mm-hmm. But, yes, we have so many tools and techniques that we can use, and um, I do teach about that, and... I, I just encourage everybody to really connect into the dream time because they are messages from source. They are important. And as I was telling Joy, they're um, very important all the time. There's no one dream is more special than another, but each dream does mean something. It's not frivolous, like, oh, that was just a silly dream. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, so pretty much... Every single dream you receive, there will be a message. Yeah. There's no such thing as just having a coincidental dream. No. That, no, right. No, yeah. from the mundane to the most profound dream that you can have, it's all important and it all, there's something there each night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's so perfect. And another, when we were talking about the house, too, I know another kind of universal symbol that sometimes the universe speaks to us through is through our cars or through our vehicles. Yes. Is that, have you, yeah. So yes. would you be able to do a quick analysis of that? Like, let's say somebody has a dream where they're, uh, they have a flat tire mm-hmm. or maybe their windshield is, has been splattered or chipped or something. Is there? Yes. I mean, dreams yeah. represent, I mean, sorry, cars in our dreams represent uh, symbolically how we're getting from point A to point B on our journey mm-hmm. in the moment we're having that dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if someone has, having a flat tire, it basically represents the choices we're making to get there, to our goals, right? 
Mm-hmm. And so if someone has a flat tire, perhaps they need to look at the rest of their dream to be like, okay, did I run over something in my dream? Right now my vehicle's not working, so the choice I made isn't really working for me. You know, mm. there's a flat tire, there's something I need to fix or replace mm-hmm. in the choice that I've made. Perfect. Yeah. So the color of the car can also symbolize something. Um, if the person's driving themselves or if they're allowing someone else to guide their choices, that mm-hmm. would be someone's driving their car, right? Um, oh, interesting. Taxi, seat, seat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is a symbol. And if you're driving a car versus walking or biking or riding an airplane or a train, those are all, all different modes of transportation that are mm-hmm. symbolic to our choices from getting to point A to point B. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. And um, I feel like just when I'm looking at even in the physical, like if something's happened to your car in in the physical world, mm-hmm. you can kind of, you know, put those same um, definitions on it uh-huh. or interpretations on it. And do you, I find that if something happens in the front of your car, that can mean something than if it's happened in the back of your car. Exactly. I yeah. mean, again, symbols are just that. They're symbolic messages, you know, so they help us connect into, okay, so symbolically, what is this message telling me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it's the same with, you know, I have a lot of people asking about um, life force energy is what I like to say. And if mm-hmm. they show life force energy in their dream, in other words, if they're bleeding, <laughs> right. um, that just means loss of life force energy. They're just giving away their energy to somebody, you know. Um, oh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean something bad. It just means they need to just draw boundaries, possibly, or take back their life force energy. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's something that people like to ask about, but again, it's like nightmare. They don't want to, they feel like it's negative, so they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Right, right, yes. When it's healing, really. So, Yeah, that's so perfect. And then I just have one more question here that I know other people are inquiring about as well, is sometimes people will find that when they, they'll just wake up in their dream, or they'll wake up, rather, in reality after having a dream, and they'll feel paralyzed. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? What would have just happened if that happens to you? Again, I... Encouraging most people that I've come in contact with who have done that, they can't remember their dream very well. But the mm-hmm. feeling is really important. So it's not just remember visually um, what our third eye or our dream space was showing us, but how we feel. And it's really important how you feel also in your dream. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people feel scared when they wake up like that. And there's a lot yes. of scientific um, theory is what I'll say. Mm -hmm. It goes to the physical part of that. But my belief is that, you know, we pull in from energetic first, and then it Mm -hmm. reaches us physically. Mm -hmm. So um, the body responds after our energetic bodies have, the physical body does. I hope that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. so when people wake up from these dreams, they've gone to that, what I call, again, those layers. They've fallen into those portals or that gateway that um, holds our fears. Okay. so... um, it stunned them, and sometimes we jerk back into our bodies so quickly that it mm. takes us a moment to, it's like jumping into your car and turning on really fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes us right. a minute to assimilate or absorb back into this time, this place now. 
So right. that's why I encourage people to call in the dream guides, set their space and intention before they go to sleep each night. Right. You yeah. Know? That's Tune so into beautiful. That positive radio station. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Don't listen to anything negative when you're falling asleep. A lot of people listen to um, TV or radio or music that might hold some negative energy. And Mm -hmm. so I encourage people to get the electronics out of their room as well. And I've noticed people who wake up like you were just talking about paralyzed do have electronics in their room. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on this show. (laughs) And I know for myself, I'm excited now to have this new perspective about dreams, and I'll call in my dream guide for sure. Excellent. Yeah, and I'm sure (laughs) others will too, feeling very inspired. So thank you, and blessings on your work, and thank you for offering your services. Oh, thank you, Andrea. Yeah. And so, yes, this is Voice America that you've been tuning into, and we were just chatting with Melissa Virtue all about dreams. And we both offer readings, so if you would like, you can visit Melissa's website to receive more guidance if you were trying to call in and didn't get through. And if you want angel readings, you can visit my website as well, and all the information is on the Voice America website. So thank you to all my listeners for joining us tonight, and may you have a blessed week ahead. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you for joining us this week for Angel Healing Party. Andrea Keller looks forward to being your guide on another journey to find out what messages your angels want you to know next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Add a touch of light to your day.